Shazami is the latest and best enterprise-grade recruitment website technology globally, and is fully integrated into your ATS. There are no locking contracts, as we believe constantly high service levels and cutting-edge, easy-to-use technology should make you never want to leave. Recruitment website success equals Shazami. Visit shazami.com for more information. What great ideas are so close within your grasp? Seeing other points of view, anticipating change, considering multiple possible turnouts, acknowledging uncertainty, searching for compromise. We're going to talk about how to get over those limiters of innovation so that you can extract better thinking from yourself and your team. So let's talk about how to win the future. Welcome to the Marketing Rules podcast from Thinking Circles with me, your host, James Whitelock. This is a very special episode recorded in December of 2023 at the Three Tons Pub in London with Matt Alder, Hung Lee, Chad Sowash, Julie Sowash, Chris Murdoch, and of course yours truly. As we are all podcasters, we discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly of podcasting. And apologies for the audio quality, but we were in a pub after all. Okay, well, welcome to London. What? Thank, yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> call so, the, okay. Call the so, should we yeah. just do a, a should we do a roll call of everyone who's here? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Ladies so, first. You yes. start. You start. Uh, Julie Sowash, Executive Director of Disability Solutions and host of the Changing Minds, Changing Lives podcast. Really? It's new. It's new. Okay. New podcast. Uh, Chad from uh, this uh, other podcast, Chad and Cheese thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so James Whitelock uh, from the Marketing Rules podcast. Uh, Chris Murdoch, um, host of the Employer Bland podcast. And Matt Alder, host of Recruiting Future. And Hong Lee, uh, recruiting f- uh, brain food. Somebody get somebody get Hung Lee another beer. He, he, uh, and not our colleague beer as well. He's my mind. Hung can't remember the name of his own podcast. Um, cool. And he got a zero zero. And he's, drinking, he's drinking zero Guinness he, yes, as well. He's got so zero impressive. Guinness. Yes. So I'm going to just duck mine his mics when okay, we're not talking it. because yeah. they're, they're the ones that pick up the background. Okay. Okay. What are we talking about? Uh, so London, London. So we're in a pub. We're in a pub. It's the first time I recorded a podcast in a pub. Has anyone recorded no, a podcast really? in a pub? No, before? no, no. Yeah, yes, of course we, we don't do that in this country. Someone's going to come around in a minute and ask us have we got a permit and <laughs> exactly, yeah. uh, kick us out <laughs> yeah. of the street, bar okay. us from Green King pubs forever. I'm okay with that. Um, that's cool. Um, but you do you do podcasts in bars all the time, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah. This is this is the place to do podcasts. Absolutely. Ambiance. Glitz, glamour. I mean, come on. Especially an English pub. I mean, this is so comfy. When you first mentioned it to me, Chad, the uh, the concept of us jumping into a pub, I was like, do you want me to phone ahead, Chad? And, you know, do I need to reserve a corner? Or He was like, no, no. We just rock up to pubs. <laughs> we'll find a corner and we'll just do our thing. And it's worked though, isn't it? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. The, I love the, the spontaneity of it. This really. is this is the British being so British. Yeah. Like, do we have permission to do this? It's, it's, the, it's the American thing to do. Do you ask for permission? No, you ask for forgiveness. You know, oh, I'm sorry about that. Do, do you mind? We're going to have some beers and stuff. Is that cool? Yeah. Yes. Oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> So, 
Um, we were talking about also you would not believe the amount of equipment that um, has come out of bags here we've got Jesus. cameras we've got it's, it's we've impressive got stands, it is absolutely it is you know, incredibly yeah. impressive we've got we've got everything we were joking that we were going to drill a hole in the wall to get the <laughs> to get the camera up it well, was um, Chris has turned up with a bag that looks like all, he's about to rob a bank basically yeah, with, yeah. With all, with all, so, so Chris tell us a bit more about all your gear where where'd you get it from what have you got yeah, any, well, any aspiring podcasters listening yeah it's, it's never been used uh, <laughs> <laughs> now it's uh, I've, I've realised today that it's, it's not I thought it was portable but it's very clearly not portable so I've, I've had to bring a Samsonite suitcase to uh, to accommodate it but yeah we're, here, we're, we're set up we're here but it's, it's, pr- it's pretty heavy to walk across London I've, yeah it's been a bit of a workout you need lightweight mics and a packable bag that's yes. that's how it works you, see, yeah, you, know, you, you can you tell know. the rookies around here. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, literally just packed up the studio and brought it in oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 he pulled the mics out I'm like holy shit these are awesome <laughs> and heavy so um, well, let's talk a bit about podcasting so how long has everyone been podcasting? Let's get some some podcasting stats been, out then. You you first because you've been podcasting yeah, yeah. longer. Nine years. Yeah. Wow. Nine wow. years. How many episodes? Um, five hundred and well, do you know what? I'm up to five hundred and seventy, but I've actually done six hundred and twenty because I've got a load without I've got a load without numbers. So that's a lot of podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do, do you remember them though? Do you, can you can you go back? Oh, I, I remember podcast number two hundred and twenty-two. You know that way. Where... I remember some of them. Then I've got to the point where sometimes I can't remember who was on two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, that which was is a great really conversation. You're like, like uh, I, yeah. I, lo- I love my guests. I love all of them. They're all amazing. <laughs> I don't ever have favourites, but. It can be because it's all interviews as well. It can be quite difficult, and sometimes the interviews are done like six weeks before they're actually published. So um, it can sometimes be difficult to keep track. But everyone who's been on the podcast is awesome, obviously, and and very memorable in their own very memorable in their own way. So what about what about you, Hun? I'll turn your mic up. Hang on. Do you know what? I can tell you precisely. I think it's 200, 235 episodes of uh, Recruiting Brain Food podcast now. Um, and maybe if you count in the Farmers Folks things, it's probably up to about 300 all in. Um, so it's, it's about, I would say, five, six years since I started doing it. That's a lot. Plus, you started out with video really early. Yeah, I mean, the entire thing is just the audio file of the video chat, to be yeah, fair. Okay. So, so I'm, I'm kind of the fraudulent member of the table here. Um, <laughs> in, in, in the sense, I'm not here as actually a natural podcaster, but really the, the podcast is a, basically a throwaway from the, the live stream. A byproduct. Uh, yeah, a byproduct. Yeah. It's, but, you know, this is the debate in podcasting at the moment, because everyone... Um, you get your purists who say you have to have you know, be on Apple Podcasts and have an RSS feed, but people just launch videos and call them podcasts, and that's fine. It's not, that's just the way it is. You do you, right? Yeah. I, mean, I, I think from a distribution standpoint, you want to open as, up as many channels as possible. And I got to give you this great example. I was literally in Portugal wearing my Chad and Cheese podcast T-shirt, and I had a kid who was probably about 23 years old. And he's like, "Are you on YouTube?" This is like about a year and a half ago. And I'm like, not yet. That's when, that was when I was like, we need a younger demographic, right? And so YouTube was the next step. When so that, that is, I think just from a distribution standpoint, as soon as you get comfortable with it, then yeah. you launch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And TikTok as well. Oh, yeah. Are you on TikTok? Oh, yeah. Uh, there we are. 
We need to do some. Do we not need to do some choreographed podcast dance for TikTok? Do we not need to do that? No. Are we too, are we, are we too, are we too old for that? Never too old for that. He'll have plenty of footage, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still don't quite understand how it works. Oh, hang on. Sorry. Why the young people like it is because podcast search remains like complete a complete mess you can't actually yeah, find all. content yeah. on any podcast channel yeah. whereas YouTube you can type it in it's a search engine and yeah. it comes yeah. up with the content so yeah. I think you have to put something on there even if um, even if it is just an audio file with some visuals floating yeah. over the top it will actually still give you people to that will listen to it yeah it's such a good point because there's certain demographics, I think, now that are using YouTube and TikTok like we use, like I use Google. It's like they're using it for everything, aren't they? Oh yeah. So not, yeah. Yeah, yeah. One thing I was really intrigued about, Hung, with, with your podcast, I know you do a lot of the live stuff. I just wondered about the change in dynamic of releasing, distributing normal podcasts where you've got the luxury of you can edit it, you can, your time is being the main thing, and then the live stuff. But what's, what's the dynamic differences? It's the lazy version of it, guys. I mean, it really is. The reason why it was Brain Food Live is because I didn't have the capacity to do post-prod. It's as simple as that. Um, and I knew, actually, it was actually Matt's advice. I remember having a chat with Matt. He probably forgets this. Um, but really early on, before Brain Food started, I don't know whether you remember, man, but I spoke to you about this. I said, listen, going to do a newsletter. And you told me, actually, you just got to do 52 of them. Because yeah. um, you yeah. were up to, at that time, 200-odd podcasts or whatever. And I thought, what? 52? <laughs> no, man. But then I listened to him a little bit more, and I thought, you know what? He's right. Um, you got to make a commitment because you're asking for attention from the audience. And if you're not willing to stick it out for at least a year, then you yeah. can't expect them to be subscribing yeah. or listening in or following. That's a good point. Yeah. So I ended up doing a year's worth. Um, and that I, I carry on the same attitude to whatever media it's like you have to stick it for a year no matter what um, and because obviously that's a lot of work you have to then take down the amount of effort per episode basically um, so Brain Food Live is sc scrappy audio's terrible um, you know, everything's bad about it I uh, really am not happy with the quality of the audio. I love how he sets up the um, expectation for anybody going to it. It's like, no, this actually is okay. No, it's not crappy. It's fine. It, it, literally, I don't like it uh, in that respect. Um, but I enjoy the conversations. And I, it's it's definitely real. It's not edited and yeah. it goes out. So it's honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And therefore, that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah. I think it, it, it's about um, being where being where people want to uh, want to consume your content because I think people, where they I think are. people, yeah. people yeah. realize that, that it's just the live version of what you do but if they can't sit down you know if you want to listen to it I want to catch up with it on a plane or when I'm out for a walk then that's where podcasting um, you know is absolutely is absolutely brilliant so I think it's um, you know I think it's I think it's no, fine I mean, as a marketeer you go to your audience right I mean, yeah, that's yeah. There you, you find your audience then you go to them um, and in the end I think quality comes over the quality of the conversation and the quality of not necessarily the production but you know the quality of the, 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 the guests and those are what's going to kind of win over I do I, though I do have a thing about video podcasts and audio podcasts I'm a bit of a purist oh. I'm a bit of a purist when it comes to that now we do video as well 
but that's the byproduct of the audio, basically. That is the by, ah. you know, a podcast for me, it's audio, and it's audio only. That's where it started. If it's video, it's kind of something else, right? <laughs> it's, it's it's not a podcast. It's a video cast or whatever else you want to call it, right? But it's not the it's not the same thing. That, that's why. I, yeah. I think that I, that I I took some advice before I started. I've got a friend who um, does podcasting in the IT sector, and he he'd done loads you know, hundreds and hundreds of episodes and is his one because I asked him about sound production and things like that because that's quite intimidating when you look at it it's like what the hell do I do with this and he was like you got, you guys got your one aim which is you need to make your sound clear enough so someone listening to it on a plane can listen to it yeah. and that's it and it was such good advice and it's yeah. not it's not actually overly hard to the, do the problem, that. The problem with that, and, and I'm sure that anyone who records online, is you can control, I can control my audio, but when you've got someone else kind of on the other end of the line, that's when it's difficult. Well, yeah, so, but that's when you tell them to fuck off. <laughs> I, I, we've, told, we've told interviewees that, no, you go get a mic, you sound good, because this is not just representing us. This is representing you and your brand. Yeah, you're right. And if you can't take the time to actually get good audio quality, we don't want to talk to you. And you don't know how quick they turn around and get really... I mean, it might. we have to. We might have to reschedule, but that sets in their head. So yeah. I, I agree, you can't control it, but to some extent Maybe you can you should, control you it. Yes, because that's right. your product. Yeah. But, but also, software like Zencaster and Riverside really helps with the um, the kind of remote audio recording. They've made it easier to get better yeah. audio. But, it helps the connection issues. But, but still, if you haven't got like, the stuff that we've got, the kit we've got around here, oh, yeah. Yeah. and someone was recording on a laptop and it's all it can still be a bit scratchy a bit echoey and dude rocking up with airpods that are up against right. their scruff going <laughs> yeah all of that fucking crazy yeah and, and generally it's ceos from silicon valley startups <laughs> they have shitty bandwidth and they have a hor- it's it's horrible it is it drives me crazy okay well the, in which case here's a question yes. for everyone here's a question for everyone and not the normal question you get so rather than who is your best interview who tell us anonymously about your worst interviewee <laughs> one that never got published don't name any names but just you know tell us tell us what happened who was the worst i've got, I've got a few yeah. yeah i've got a few uh, we've, we've, we've only had one that's never been published and that was with a lawyer who then realised post kind of ha- having the interview that they had actually made a mistake and it couldn't go it wasn't allowed to go live because they were giving away illegal advice basically and, and so it wasn't oh, able oh I would have published the shit out of that wasn't able, to pu- wasn't able to publish it yeah so yeah that's one of our worst ones oh, I, I, I had a um, I had a guy and actually ironically it was actually one of the best interviews I did that year it got the most traffic um, and he got fired for doing it. Holy <laughs> no. shit. So he kind of um, wow. he didn't get the right permissions and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, and then yeah. um, we published it. And I said to him, do we need to? And he was like, it's fine. And then I kind of got this panic thing saying, take it down, take it down. Which I would never normally do, but I, would, I did because, yeah, right. you know. And then he was kind of like, I, I left that company. <laughs> Too late. And I don't know. I don't, maybe he didn't get fired. I don't know. Maybe he just resigned. But he's, he's, you know, he's popped up somewhere else. Um, and in fairness to him, when he got another job, he said, can you put it back up again? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. so, you know, fair play but to But do you him. come across that a lot, though? Because I'm getting more and more of that with people wanting, you know. maybe Not very maybe, often. Okay, I'm getting a bit more of that. that people kind of want to go, I want to go through this department and, and here and here and here. Yeah, and a lot that's, well, and, and, and here's the thing. We give them one chance. As right. soon as we hit, as soon as we hit record, 
that is our content. I don't give a shit if it's their audio or not. They're they're coming to us to be on our yes. program, right? So yes, that we might make some tweaks here and there. We rarely do. But uh, but no, I'm I'm not I'm not playing those games. I'm not taking all of my time. This is my time as much as it is your time. Um, so go through your proper channels beforehand, and if you don't do that, it's not on me. Yeah, yeah. Once you're on the clock, you're on the clock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Chris, how many podcasts? So as you guys know, I'm I'm still quite early into all of this. So I'm currently we've just released episode ten. Okay, there it is. Yeah, episode 10, so super early. Most don't make it past six, so there you go. Well, there we go. Um, So we've got three in the can, ready to go. And then two more guests that are scheduled. Um, So I've I've got sight of 15 at the moment, but I'm listening to numbers like 500, 2 to 300, except, you know, and and numbers in that range with you guys. You you should have seen me before I started. I look like I was about 18. Now I look like I'm about 17. So, you know, just be careful. (laughs) Just be careful. I think, think, Matt, what you can see with me is I am the definition of all the gear. And no idea. (laughs) Just so you know, talk into the mic when you talk. It's great. It's great. There we go. Proving my point. (laughs) But, you know, without... But I have seen this. I mean, you know, fair play to you. You've got episodes out there. You know, this is good kit, but this is standard kit. There's nothing, you know, you've not spent a thousand pounds on a mic. But I have seen people build entire studios in their house because they're launching a podcast. Done a whole content series about we're launching a podcast. And then sometimes, sometimes they don't even make it to episode one. Um, but I think also the best advice I had about launching a podcast is if you're going to launch a podcast, launch the podcast because you can only get people's attention once so if you get everyone's attention to say I'm launching a podcast and there's no podcast then are you going to get their attention again when you have a podcast I think that's uh, that was a really interesting bit of advice um, yeah, I think it's such a good point and I think the main thing that's really helped me in the last probably two, two to three months is momentum um, I've just started ramping things up booking more guests having more conversations and I think the momentum week to week things are just getting easier and easier and easier now and it, it's just becoming more natural I think it, was, it felt really forced at the start like I really want to do this thing but I haven't got a clue how to do it and it all feels really unnatural it's all starting to feel natural and, and quite enjoyable at this point so yeah still early days though I would say that was probably like my best takeaway from my podcast years is that I was terrified of saying something stupid. I was terrified of not asking the right question. And I had an amazing podcast partner who was like, fuck it up. It's fine. Like, no one's going to die from what we say. And it, it, like, made me much less scared in terms of any conversation that I had because it was so awkward for a long time. And then by, like, years two and then definitely in year three it's like oh this is old hat it's super easy now yeah yeah Yeah, and her husband owns the dumbest podcast in the industry (laughs) isn't it so the the bar is really low you've set the bar in just the right place really low how did you start your podcast uh, and you're like you're like thousands of episodes in, aren't you? Yeah, we're at eleven eleven hundred and like eighty. I mean, we're approaching wow. twelve hundred episodes. Um, we literally, I, I was in radio years before I got into before I got into this space, and uh, so 
that audio always was something that I loved. Then I started watching the podcast trends, and they just were starting to hockey stick. So I went to Joel, because I was thinking about who could I actually have a great conversation with, uh, and you know we could publish it, and it was him. We had an idea back in like 2009 when podcasts first came out. Uh, that we didn't have uh, we didn't have the mobile phone the smartphones like we do today, um, but we had an idea of having just a conversation two guys at a conference in a bar after a few beers. What would that sound like? That's what we wanted to do. I was like, let's revive that. It took me about a year to get his ass off the couch. That was 2016, 2017, March of 2017. We launched our first podcast, uh, and away we go. So I mean, that was. Really, the impetus, we, it was a branding exercise for the most part. Because I had a company, he had a company, and we wanted to be able to get our voices out there more. And we were seeing that no other mechanism other than podcasts were really trending uh, as well. James, tell us about your podcast. Uh, well, you've not talked about it yet. I haven't. No, I haven't, I haven't you've been about sitting it. making you know, been, nice making... points in the corner there, but you haven't <laughs> actually said anything about your, your so, show. So, yeah, so the marketing rules, we're on 140 episodes, I believe, now. Yeah, so not, not, not doing too bad. When did you start? Um, uh, the end of 2019, okay. basically. That was our first one. Um, and I think the first episode was with Matt. Matt was my first guest. Ooh, there we go. <laughs> nothing like nothing like busting that cherry, Matt. That's great. <laughs> well, I tell you what, and, and again, this is not this Very is good. not this is not blowing smoke up Matt's ass. But I, I'd listened to his quite a lot, Please and it was do. like, okay, yeah. you know, and, and you, you weren't around at that point. Well, I hadn't heard of you guys at that point, yeah. so, so it was like I was on the other I side want, of the ocean. I want to talk to someone who's, do, who's doing it, and it's like, and so he, the first episode I think was about how do you start a podcast, basically. And I stole all of his ideas, basically, at that point. And then... You, you're not the only one. I can give you a list of all the people <laughs> that I've given advice I'm to. I'm not even embarrassed. Stop looking at me. It's fine. And I don't care. And I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Um, yeah, and so it, um, and it's changed over years. When I first started, I, I was listening to a lot of podcasts, and I wanted to be like the podcasters that I'd listened to. And it took me a while to find my voice and who I can, how, how I did it. So it was like working that muscle. And I actually, I liked um, the Adam Buxton podcast, so I listened to his, and I kind of started off almost trying to emulate those, and they were it was fucking terrible, <laughs> absolutely terrible. And because he, he starts off his podcast by wandering around a field, doing a little kind of like just a piece, just talking to himself. Yeah. So I tried this, and I was like, I'm I'm not that interesting. <laughs> I just can't. I just cannot do this stuff. Wandering around while walking my dog, and it just and it just so, so the first few were like that, and, and actually. About a year ago, I actually went back and I, I re-edited them and re-uploaded them. I know because I was so I was so embarrassed. Oh, that's a oh, that's a podcast crime. I know, that is because crime. you can still listen yeah. to my first yeah. three yeah. terrible yeah. episodes yeah. if you want to. Yeah. Please don't. The guy yeah. who has a problem with video podcasts is going back in time and changing history. I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> to, you know, it was just the intros that I kind of like. I tweet. I tweet basically. The rest. The rest of it's fine. The, yeah, the interviews are still there. It was just that little bit that bit that pieced into the mic. You and your dog. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. I was with my dog walking yeah. around it was like yeah oh it was awful they were terrible <laughs> absolutely terrible and it was like let's skip the intro let's just go straight into an interview basically because that's a lot easier for me to do basically but yeah it's funny what you say about comedians because my um, one of my inspirations was Richard Herring yeah. who is um, I don't know I don't know whether he travels this podcast is listened to in the US but he's a he's a British comedian and he was What's one of his the, name? Richard, Richard Herring 
Um, and he was the first British comedian to have a podcast. And his podcast is just interviews of the comedians. But it, I mean, it's amazing. I saw it. I actually saw him live in Edinburgh on Saturday night because um, he does like tours and um, all this kind of stuff. But he's it's just really natural questioning, and he's really does research. So even people that he doesn't know, he's immediately kind of at home with asking and, and you can learn so much about um, I, I think comedians are really good at doing podcasts I think you can learn yeah. a lot from they're, the they're way the they smartest people on the yeah. planet yeah and, and they're usually and usually kind of they're quite natural at kind of talking to an audience yeah you know and so they've kind of got that in the bag and they're usually, usually quite interesting people because they're usually a mess as well right you know, so yeah. there's, 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 they've got their own background as well that they kind of yeah. bring into it which I'm not sure I, I, I don't in my podcast it's like I'm not about to talk about my kind of background or anything like that in my podcast. I literally you know what I mean so it's, I think that's why they're interesting yeah. but then that's an interesting thing about business podcasting isn't it because it's like how much of you know yeah. it, it, how much of non-business stuff comes into your podcast yeah. so obviously your show Chad it's full of non-business, um, non-business stuff, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean I mean so that's I mean that's really like you're talking about James where you have to find your groove mm-hmm. And literally, like I said, I've got a radio background, and in America we've got, like, morning shows, and we try to, like, model after morning shows. So if you were getting in the car in the morning, going to work, what would that morning show duo sound like, right? And uh, and it's not all about, you know, just talking about the music. It's current events, those types of things, making fun of each other, and we're, we're literally both to ask my wife, 12-year-old boys still on our brain. We've we, we, we all heard it. Yeah, so <laughs> that's, who, that's who we are, and we're authentic around that. So I think that that authenticity actually draws people in, or at least I, I hope it does. But also, you're, you're so good at building community with T-shirts and freebies and fancy football and all those kind of things. But that, that's all building a community, isn't oh, yeah. it? Oh, yeah. You know, you know, all the people in your fancy football league, they're like bit parts in your podcast. I don't know oh, yeah, any yeah. of them, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I wonder how they're doing this week. And yeah. I think that brings people, um, you know, that brings people back week after week, doesn't it? So um, I got, I got a question. I got a question. Yeah. So, so Chad, so obviously you've got Joel. The rest of us all do it on our own, right? Is there a situation where you consider doing it with someone else? And this all sounds very euphemistic, but you know what I mean. She, 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 she has. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean. You know why? Why kind of go down the kind of solo route? And, and the question to you, Chad, why did you go down the solo? Route? What do you want first? Uh, yeah, I, it's an interesting question. I, th- I think for me, it comes from the, the, the origins of my podcast. So my podcast came about because I was doing a huge amount of research um, as part of my job as a consultant. So I was having all these conversations with people just to keep, you know, keep track and try and find out what's going on in the industry. And I was like, one day I thought, wouldn't it be good to actually do that in public? So I started doing it in public, and I had no intention of for want of a better word becoming a professional podcaster whatever that means um, but it just kind of happened organically yeah. so I think that's because that's where my podcast came from it's like interview based it's about me yeah um, yeah I mean I've, I've really I've considered it um, I think you, I do, would, you have, do stuff with Mervyn occasionally as well right as well. for my sins he <laughs> seems to get on he seems to get on more than most more than most people but that's because we do quite a lot of work together yes. um, so I don't know whether I do a, a kind of a, a double header like that what I am thinking about is actually getting someone who isn't me to do a series on my on my podcast. Yeah. Basically, that would be that, that would kind of be my next step. So, yeah. um, actually having someone make a series that hasn't doesn't have me on there at all. 
but it's kind of in the spirit of the channel and um, is distributed in the channel. So that's kind of where my thinking is at the moment. I love that idea. And, and Chris, because you've just started, what was surely you went for yeah, I suppose I did. I think I've probably gone through it, but like subconsciously gone through it, where it would maybe be nice to do it as a duo, you know, a sunny to my share or an ant to my deck, maybe. Um, Don't look at me. <laughs> are, you, are you auditioning for a partner, James? Is that, is that what this, this is, is about? Do you know what, Matt? I think, he I think wants he to team up. He's, he's, yeah. he's so impressed with your microphone. <laughs> <laughs> We're all impressed with this microphone right now. There's a question I've, uh, a question I've asked myself on, on, on numerous occasions. Is why did I kind of go down the solo route? And actually, I thought this might be a bit easy if I had someone else to kind of to, to, to work with, right? It's so, not necessarily the case. I think solo is harder, but also easy at the same time. Um, because ultimately, it is like getting together with someone long term. And if you develop like a partnership, the brand becomes a partnership. There's another human being there, that person has life, that person has all kinds of things going on, that can break, and when it breaks, the podcast might be over. So, um, I mean, from my side, it's kind of in between, because it's it's the truth to say that I'm I'm running it, but there's always a co-host, and it's usually Adam Gordon. Um, But not always. Um, But I I think that also has emerged historically as well. I mean, it, it started off just basically us two attempting to get lots of people on screen at the same time talking about what happened in the newsletter, basically. And I knew he basically would always read the newsletter because he would always commentate on it, so I needed someone who just had read it. Um, So I said, Adam, right, let's talk about it. So he's in. And then we were trying to get people on screen and all the rest of it, and no one actually would come on because this is pre-Zoom. Everyone's not comfortable coming on on camera in an unscheduled way. Um, and so we ended up thinking, shit, we actually need to organize this and have a theme and maybe get some guests on and actually talk to them. Um, and that's how uh, sort of brain food emerged in that way. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's, it's not necessarily easier with a partner. I think it's higher risk, but it can be more fun. I would describe it like that. Yeah, I always wanted someone else to help with the lifting, you know what I mean? Some of the, yeah, that's what it was, you know. Yeah, I mean, so for my first podcast, I Crazy and the King, and I had a partner, uh, Torn Ellis, and he's very dynamic and very vibrant and very funny, and I'm super intense and not that interesting, but very opinionated, and so, like, we had a nice balance to each other, right? And so we ended last December after four years, um, and... I think for my my first experience, that sounds kind of creepy, but my first podcast experience, I would not have done it another way. Um, one, because I'm not disciplined enough to actually do the thing. Um, but two, I needed someone that like helped me be more at ease. Um, and, and now, um, with Changing Minds and Changing Lives, which is just getting ready to launch, it will be me as the host, but it will be guests. Um, and, and that, to, to Hung's point, is that there was risk, because Torn and I had different um, priorities in life and we committed to four years and and really I think a a lot of it was because we really like talking to each other at the end Um, and that became sort of our cathartic moment that we had together each week Um, but it wasn't growing and monetizing in the way that we wanted to continue from a a venture perspective Um, 
And so I think that's that is the balance is like, are you going the same direction? What happens when it ends, right? Like we have Crazy and the King. If I want to do Crazy and the Queen, do I want to find another king? Does he want to find another crazy? Like we don't know. Um, and so there is that that sort of balance of not owning all of your own content. So I mean, Joel and I have like 25 years of experience amongst the two of us, right? And they're different. And we don't agree on a lot, which is great. Drama is, a, you know, a little bit great. You agree, you don't agree, you got to take a side, one of those types of things. Um, not to mention we push each other. So, you know, he, when he says something, I might think it's stupid, but he's got some backing to it, and, and, and vice versa, right? So there's some there's some good push and pull there, and there's there's some friction, and people like friction. They like friction that's not generally in their life, but that they can like listen to and like from, you know almost like voyeurism, right? Not to mention one of the things that you mentioned during COVID, it was probably one of the most cathartic experiences, and, and I think you with with Tor in the same way. Being able to talk through what was happening, not just in the industry, but what was happening, and then engaging an audience who also engaged back with you, like on social media and whatnot. So, I mean, that that was that was really helpful. It was very human. It was incredibly authentic. And I mean, so why did I why did I choose doing this with somebody versus not? I never thought. Again, going back to the old radio show days, generally. Even though Howard Stern was, it was the Howard Stern show, always had like a group of people to provide, you know, feedback and whatnot on the air. I just felt like it just made more sense to have more than just my voice. Um, and that, that was really the emphasis of it. I needed somebody else with my kind of experience that would challenge me and I could challenge back. We could have a good time. Yep. Not to mention, again, we're both 12-year-old boys, so we could have <laughs> stupid, you know... Potty humor and shit like that, drop dropping f bombs, you know. So that's it. That's simple. That's cool. So we're coming up to half an hour now. Okay. Um, I'm running out of batteries, and we are all supposed to be somewhere else. So, <laughs> so um, and, and and we're probably getting kicked out of the pub because yeah, anyway. Okay. So uh, fi- final point. Well, who wants to make? What, what should we make as a final point? You can make a final point. Can I make a final point, Matt? Make a final point, yeah. So, and it's basically, I want to steal some experience from from all of you. So, as you all know, I'm very, very early in to my podcasting journey. Yeah. And it would be criminal of me to to kind of not draw (laughs) upon all the experience that's around me. So, if you could, you know, if there were two or three kind of bullet point fashion bits of advice that you could give an aspiring podcaster... You know, could you uh, could could you share something with me, please? <laughs> you always have to listen to your own content. It will never get better if you don't listen. Love that. Agreed, hundred percent. I mean, not only that, but one of the things that Matt said earlier is quality is queen. Queen is the is the most strong piece on the chessboard, right? Quality is queen. You have to make sure that it is clear, it is concise, and the person that you're talking to isn't boring as hell. And the only way that you can do that, in some cases, because they will be, is drawing it out of them, yeah. right? So yeah, yeah. if you if you get a chance to do like a, like a 15-minute prior to get them warmed up, to get them relaxed with you, um, I think that that is, is really key, and that will actually help generate better quality and better conversations. Yeah, and I, I follow up from that. 
So I do, I never used to, but at least for the last four years, I do 15 minutes with every single person that comes on the show. I don't care who it is. They, if we don't do the 15 minutes, then we're not doing it because you just get over all the kind of things that you get at the first five minutes of a podcast the can sound terrible. Yeah. Um, and they feel comfortable um, and you know what you're going to talk about and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then my other bit of advice is think really carefully about who your audience is or who you want your audience to be um, and very often what your audience wants to listen to isn't necessarily what you want to talk about so if I did my podcast for me it would just be so out there nerdy geeky nonsense every week but no one would listen to it so I'm very very aware of who listens and what they want to listen to even if that means covering topics that I wouldn't necessarily be top of my list Thanks, man. Oh, I'm not sure I've even got qualified to give you give, give, give advice. But you're over 100 episodes. Yeah, you're over 100 episodes, so you're now a guru. Well, That's how it works. You know, um, the prep thing is is a must, right? You have to kind of you have to prep yourself. Um, so you know who's coming on to, and so that's so that's basically agreeing with with, with Matt and Chad. Um, it's also just be careful over the kind of the guests you have on as well. Just be, be really kind of like critical and uh, and and don't just have anybody on. I think that's the other thing because again, like Chad said earlier, it's reflective on you as well and it's reflective on your brand. Um, and I've told I've told many horror stories about guests I probably should never have had on because the only guest you mentioned was me. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what you meant? I'm, 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 I'm not going to say any, any more, but... <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's all around prepping this, basically, yeah. I think I caught the, um, the gist of the question. Um, uh, my advice would probably be very um, contrary to everyone, everyone's here, and, and that's because of the nature of what the podcast is and Brain Food which is basically a live conversation. Um, so I tend not to do any prep, um, and I tend not to really speak to the person before the event anyway. And then the reason why I do that is basically because I don't want to use the, 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 the things that person's going to say uh, in, the, in, the, uh, in any prep. What I do instead is have a conversation with them and then drop them in live without telling them. Um, so you'll notice when we have a conversation, um, uh, whenever I do a Founders Focus, for instance, that's usually the similar one-to-one. -one. I'll start the podcast, simply me and the person on screen, five minutes, and then without saying, I'll just drop it in. Um, and then I'll talk to the audience here. We're live, everybody. The person doesn't have time to really get freaked out. They're already in the conversation. Yeah. And because we've already had five minutes chit-chat, it just smoothly follows your way through. But I think that's because of the nature of what I do. Is There's no post-prod. It just has to go out. Um, so that's why that style is slightly different. Thank you all. Great conversation. Thank you. Great we out. Thank yeah. you. We, we, I, believe, I believe what we say is, we out. We out. <laughs> we out. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And don't forget, you can subscribe to the Marketing Rules podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all other major podcasting platforms. I've been your host, James Whitelock, and I hope you can join me and more amazing guests next time. The Marketing Rules Podcast is a Thinking Circles production.
calling this and I press record. What? I said I press record. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. Live. Let's start out with a cheers. 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 Absolutely. Okay. All right. You need to move that a little bit closer because you're all... Yeah, there we are. That one's... Is the one, why is that one fire? Hey, hey, It's not plugged in. Ah, uh, okay. Right, okay. Let me turn that one up. Hello. That's better.